0: Good morning, and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime, and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 10th of May. Here's everything that you need to know. First, on the developing story that is Go First Decline, the National Company Law Tribunal will pass its order today on the Crisis Head Airlines' plea for voluntary insolvency resolution proceedings. According to the tribunal's cause list for Wednesday, the order is expected this morning. Besides, the bench will decide on GoFirst's plea seeking an interim moratorium on its financial obligations. Meanwhile, Bloomberg has reported that Tata Group and Indigo are holding separate negotiations with GoAir's lessors, as well as discussing landing and parking slots with airport operators, including in New Delhi and Mumbai. GoAir's lessors are seeking to repossess as many as 36 aircraft. If the airline's assets are sold separately, it may complicate its efforts to restart operations. Already, the aviation regulator, as we told you yesterday, has asked it to stop selling tickets. Moving on, Taiwan-based Foxconn has bought a 300-acre plot of land on the outskirts of Bengaluru, according to a filing on the London Stock Exchange. The company is the world's biggest contract electronics manufacturer and the principal assembler of Apple's iPhones. In legal news, the Delhi High Court has dismissed an appeal of the union government against an arbitration tribunal's decision in favor of Reliance Industries, over the selling of gas that migrated from a block of ONGC. The International Arbitral Tribunal has observed that Reliance was within its rights while selling gas from deposits adjacent to its contract area in the Krishna Godavari Basin. A single-judge bench did not find any infirmity with the tribunal's decision and dismissed the appeal. For more details on the background of the case, do check out the story on the website pqprime.com. On to international news. Protesters have clashed with authorities in cities across Pakistan after former President Imran Khan was arrested as part of a corruption probe. Violence broke out after Khan was detained in the capital Islamabad and taken to the National Accountability Bureau's headquarters. Protesters set fire to at least three buildings and police said that dozens of Khan's supporters were arrested. Khan's party has reported that at least four people were killed and 20 injured in separate clashes. In the U.S., President Joe Biden and congressional leaders have kicked off negotiations to avert a first-ever U.S. default with an hour-long meeting in the Oval Office agreeing to accelerate talks on government spending demanded by the Republicans. Congressional and presidential staff are set to begin crucial budget discussions within hours, while Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy plan to meet again on Friday. That's a Bloomberg report. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has warned that the nation could exhaust its ability to meet all payment obligations by the 1st of June. Now, investors in the U.S. were cautious ahead of the crucial data release that's set for this evening. Inflation data for the month of April is being watched closely at a time when the U.S. Fed is expected to pause its rate hike cycle. Expectations point towards CPI having risen 5% in April on a year-on-year basis, and that's still uncomfortably high for the Fed. U.S. stocks ended lower overnight with all three benchmark indices losing ground and the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have also become lower this morning. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Neeraj. Some caution seen in the global markets ahead of the U.S. inflation print. What are the key aspects to focus on for our markets this morning?
1: Thanks so much for that, Alex. Well, um, you hit the nail on the head. It does seem that the global uh, caution ahead of the US CPI numbers might keep has kept global markets in check and might impact our markets too. And so you saw signs of that, right? Yesterday was amongst the few days wherein the markets actually saw a pullback from the highs and banks are starting to give up some of those gains, especially the PSU banks, which have been rallying for the last few days. The good part is that while risk aversion will likely be the preferred theme, uh, the continued FI support is a positive and very likely that flows are actually moving into the tech and cap good stocks uh, and out from banking. Uh, so that seems to be the order of the day, risk aversion, quiet as she goes, maybe a bit of a downward bias, important day for results. There is ILNT as well as Dr. Reddy's on the large cap side, and a clutch of mid-sized names which are coming out with numbers and which are important uh, per se. There's a bunch of cement names wedged in there, uh, with the likes of uh, Sagar Cement being a, a good midsize player uh, to watch out for in the session today. There's also Relax of Footwear, there is uh, Prism Johnson, Godresh Consumer Product, Gujarat Gas. And especially after what MGL has done, Gujarat gas will be in focus. So these are a few results to watch out for. From among stocks to watch, uh, non-results, I'll watch out for the airport players, GMR Infra, and to an extent, Adani Enterprises, some rub off because Fairfax, India, has entered into an agreement to acquire an additional 3% interest in Bangalore International Airport for about $75 million from Siemens. So that might keep the airport place in focus. Then the result boys, Apollo tires, uh, the numbers better than estimated, but The beats were not as strong as a SEAT did or MRF did. And maybe that disappoints the street, if you will. Apollo Tires, remember, is at 52-week highs. So in some sense, uh, you would argue that much ahead of Bloomberg estimates. But uh, on the EBITDA front, not as much of a beat as some of the others have done. Let's wait and watch. But on the whole, good numbers. A 16% EBITDA versus 11.23 and versus estimates of 14.8 is no mean feat. So on the whole spectacular quarter. Lupin, not a bad quarter either. Revenues uh, largely in line with estimates, uh, or in fact, exactly in line with estimates up 14%. But you saw some bit of expansion on EBITDA, 13.64% was the EBITDA margin versus 6% and versus estimates of 11%. So very good operational metrics out there. Uh, the cash flow numbers look positive too. I would suspect that Lupin could have a positive reaction. Pharma anyways is in a bit of an uptrend of Vistas um, has done okay. Uh, you know, paint companies have largely been okay. Uh, this one, revenues were down, but the net profit number looked much higher than estimated. Volumes, EBITDA, and EBITDA per ton were all uh, in line, but revenue and realizations were below estimates. So maybe not as strong as a Kansai and uh, optical performance. Then Billa Corp, again, EBITDA, EBITDA per ton, and adjusted PAT were all below estimates. The net profit being down 23.52%, uh, the reported net profit at least, uh, and EBITDA margin at 11.14 versus 11.2%. Godrej AgroVet was the other one which uh, disappointed with uh, revenues uh, at 2,100 crores, lower than the estimated 2,200, but mainly the EBITDA margin performance at 3.56 versus 8% in the corresponding quarter last year and estimates of 5.7%. So this one could react negatively, Castrol India had a very subdued quarter, and uh, net profit at 200 crores, much lower than estimate of 250-odd. So that one could react. And Nazara Technologies, the results are a miss, um, loss of an ad tech client, impacted growth. The Q3 pack, Q4 pack, down 84% at 2.6 crores versus estimates of 16.2 crores. So these are a few stocks that you certainly should monitor in the session today, but expect a bit of a sideways day with maybe a bit of a downward bias ahead of the US CPI numbers.
0: With that, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.